Ready to start talking to your kids about financial literacy? Meet Greenlight, the debit card and money app that teaches kids and teens how to earn, save, spend wisely, and invest with your guardrails in place. Parents can send instant money transfers, automate allowance, and more. Plus, keep an eye on spending with real-time notifications. Join more than 6 million families building healthy financial habits together on Greenlight. Get your first month free at greenlight.com slash odyssey. That's greenlight.com slash odyssey. Coming up. Atlanta police are staying very tight-lipped about this trial program. And I would never have known that this trial wasn't even underway had it not been for ShotSpotter telling me. For Vault Studios, I'm Reed Redmond. You're listening to The Daily Crime. A few weeks back, we talked to Abby Alford with CBS 8 in San Diego about the city's use of a police tool called ShotSpotter that some see as controversial. We have surveillance watchdogs out there that say that this needs to be unplugged right now. There's no need for it. And if there is a need for it, and if we are going to have it, we need to have a community voice at the table. We need to have oversight. We need to know exactly what is this data? Are these false alerts? What is it being used for? So they want more transparency like many do when we know that there are surveillance tools out there. During the conversation, we mentioned that many cities throughout the United States have used or are using this tool. That list of cities includes Atlanta. When we reached out to APD, the department declined a request for an interview, but said ShotSpotter has made some enhancements to their product and is offering a no-cost pilot. Do you have any information from police about this latest trial period with ShotSpotter? No, I've literally heard nothing about it other than APD is doing it. Here to tell us more is Kristen Crowley, an investigative reporter with WXIA 11 Alive in Atlanta. Kristen, first off, for anyone who's new to this conversation, what is ShotSpotter and what is it supposed to do? Sure. So ShotSpotter is this technology that is supposed to be a gunshot detection system. The idea behind it is that when somebody fires a gun, it alerts the system through these sensors that can then alert police before anybody even needs to call 911. And so the thought being is if people are afraid to call 911, if people hear the gunshots and they don't know where they came from, this system can direct police directly to the area that this happened. And ShotSpotter boasts that it can not only deter crime, but prevent crime and catch criminals. So that's the basic science behind ShotSpotter. Tell us a little bit about Atlanta's history with this technology, because this isn't the first time Atlanta's decided to use this. No, and I should probably preface as well, this is a pilot program that Atlanta is doing right now, so it has not committed to using the system full-time. So they're getting it at a free trial, which I think made a big difference in whether or not they went forward with this, because when they started trying out the system in 2018, it didn't have great results. And that's there's an internal memo that we obtained from our investigation that showed they said that the cost and the quality and the lack of operational efficiencies were why they weren't going to continue with this application. They basically said it was too expensive and yielded too few results for them to move forward. So that was announced in 2019. And then they announced in May of this year that they were going to be going forward again with a pilot program saying that ShotSpotter had made some improvements and they were going to test it out again and see if that helped. I want to talk a little bit more about that memo that you mentioned. 
because some of those criticisms are the kinds of things that we're used to in other cities hearing from from community members, from activists who are critical of this program, not necessarily from the police themselves. Looking at the report, it specifically says they found the cost outweighs the benefits. What did they identify as the potential benefits and what was the actual cost when Atlanta tried this out in 2018? Sure. So the benefits being in 2019, they were able to arrest five people tied with shootings that were in part thanks to ShotSpotter, that if they didn't have ShotSpotter, they might not necessarily have made those five arrests. So that was a pro. The con being, though, that there were 35 people shot in this area, and the five arrests seemed pretty minuscule, where the cost for that was $70,000 per square mile. And it was five square miles is what the system was was looking over at that point. So at that rate, they figured, well, that cost is $350,000, although they were getting a square mile for free. So it was technically $280,000. But that could equate to multiple full-time officers. They could could hire, I believe it was five full-time officers for that cost. So at that rate, it kind of seemed to them insufficient because the number, the benefits of those five arrests outweigh were not enough to outweigh the cost of this $280,000 to $350,000 annual cost to taxpayers. Right. We're talking about tens of thousands of dollars per arrest that might not have been made without this technology. Exactly. Given this report then that we had back from 2019, I imagine it was pretty surprising to folks in Atlanta to hear that Atlanta police are looking to potentially use ShotSpotter again. Yeah, and I think that's where this free trial kind of comes in. There's really no risk to Atlanta police because if this yields the same results, it didn't cost them a dime. It didn't cost taxpayers a dime. And worst case scenario, they just cancel it and and that's it. Best case scenario, they find that it maybe did have some improvements and then they can utilize it. (laughs) The issue being now, though, that Atlanta police announced this back in May and they have still yet to start this, this pilot program. I spoke with ShotSpotter, who told me that they're still in the paperwork phase of all of this. So this, these tests aren't even going on. And in the midst of this, Atlanta is having a serious gun violence problem that needs addressing, that people want to find solutions for. The thought is, could ShotSpotter be a solution to this? And right now, we have no idea because this pilot program has not even officially started yet. Did you know this week is True Crime Week on Stitcher? They're kicking off the month of October by featuring a whole bunch of true crime podcasts, and The Daily Crime is one of them. Listen to this podcast and other true crime shows, like our weekly True Crime Chronicles or our newest series, Strangeville, all for free on Stitcher. If you're looking for something new to get into, go check out their curated homepage. If you're on your phone, just download Stitcher in the App Store or head over to Stitcher.com. What, if anything, have you heard from the Atlanta Police Department directly about the pilot program. Were you able to ask them about it at all? Atlanta police are staying very tight-lipped about this trial program. And it's been very unfortunate because we want to get more information. The best information I got was from ShotSpotter. And I would never have known that this trial wasn't even underway had it not been for ShotSpotter telling me. Atlanta police is keeping this very close to the vest. I'm not really sure why. They... For obvious reasons, they don't want to release the locations of the ShotSpotter system because criminals maybe would know this is here. All right, let's take our business somewhere else. 
but everything else, I mean, they're they're giving very little details about what kind of work is going into this, how many officers they're designating to be part of this, what exactly is is going on just in general. We know nothing because Atlanta police will not comment at all. The only comment they made to me in my investigation was telling me that ShotSpotter made some improvements to the system and that's why they decided to give it a second chance. I was going to ask what, if anything, has changed about the actual technology in the last couple of years because even if it is free to do this pilot program, it still takes time and energy to get set up, to monitor, and of course to make that eventual decision whether or not this is worth paying for after the pilot program is done. Have we heard specifics, if not from Atlanta PD, from ShotSpotter, the company, about those improvements to the technology? Yeah, ShotSpotter said that it had made some improvements with its sensors, and that was one of the issues that Atlanta PD had cited, saying that they were getting some false positives. They were hearing gunfire when it wasn't really gunfire. So ShotSpotter says it's made some improvements with that, and then it also said it made some improvements with its actual software. So there could be some benefits to Atlanta police, but again, without Atlanta police really giving us any information about what it is they need, it's really hard to say if this is worth the second shot or if this is just kind of this, you know, impromptu trial just to see for seeing sake. And again, we also don't really know what other resources need to be utilized to implement this trial program. I imagine there's got to be some kind of manpower involved in this, and I we just don't know what that is. And while we're waiting on answers to some of these questions from the Atlanta Police Department, you did go out and speak with another police department in Georgia that has experience using ShotSpotter. We tracked down a police department that's using ShotSpotter now to see how effective it is for them. The Savannah Police Department. Tell us a little bit about your conversation with Savannah Police Captain David Gay. Yeah, Captain Gay was very helpful and he was very transparent about what he felt about the shot spotter system. He believed that it was effective. The only problem was that when I would ask Captain Gay about show me how this is effective, there was really no tangible evidence for that. Is it fair to say that with shot spotter in place, the crime rate may be different without it? Yeah, and then, you know, that's the that's the that's a really good question. And his explanation was essentially that ShotSpotter is a piece of a puzzle and it alone cannot be responsible for solving crimes and for catching criminals. ShotSpotter is just one piece of that puzzle that helps us increase our capabilities um, to identify, you know, violent offenders and, and make arrests. But at the same token, it's very difficult to really understand how a system is benefiting when there is no tangible evidence to tie it to some of these these incidents. And I asked him, one thing I asked him, I don't remember if this was used in the piece or not. I said, how do you explain to taxpayers that you can't show them on paper this system is effective, but you just, you believe it is? And his response basically was, oh, that's a good question. We do get that question. Do you find any difficulty with taxpayers in proving the usefulness of this system when you can't show it tangibly on a piece of paper? I mean, we get questions all the time. Uh, I don't say we get questions all the time, but occasionally we do get questioned. Um, so we have had to answer some questions along those lines in the past. So there was really no answer to it. And 
it's very possible that shot sputter does help them. And he said that he can point to a few cases, but they're few and far between because, again, he's saying it's just a piece of the puzzle so you can't solely dedicate or solely attribute the case being solved to shot spotter. You mentioned the timeline is still fuzzy at this point. Do we have other details about the pilot program in Atlanta, where it might be implemented in the city? No, we have zero idea about where it would be. Police have said that once they have concluded this pilot program, then they will loop the media in and give them all the details. So they have promised that they'll give the locations, the results, and then their assessment similar to what they did in 2019. I think there are a few assumptions of where the system would be just based on where the most shootings happen in Atlanta and where our violent crime problem is. But if they're doing something similar to what they did last time where they're using only five or six square miles, I mean, you're talking 3% of the entire area. I mean, it's very, very, very small. It's a very, very small area. So there are um, a number of places it could be. We'll be keeping an eye on your reporting for details on all of that. Kristen Crowley with WXIA in Atlanta. Thanks for sharing the story. Thanks so much for having me. And thank you for listening to this episode of The Daily Crime. For more on this story and for more reporting from Kristen Crowley, you can head over to 11alive.com. If you're looking for more podcasts, you can visit vaultstudios.com for a full list of our shows, including our weekly podcast, True Crime Chronicles. That'll do it for this one. Until next time, for Volt Studios, I'm Reed Redmond.